0: Welcome back to DQB Does, the Drafty Quarters Podcast Network movie review show, where I didn't come up with anything for this part before the show. With me this evening is my co-host Russell. Good save. We also have Dave. Hello. I also have- did not have everything clever oh. to say. God damn it. Sorry. We paused. I was ready. We also have a special guest, Thanksgiving Mike. What do I do? No. You
1: just say hi. You
0: can just say hi. Hi. You don't have to What's up? do anything special. It's fine. All right.
1: <laughs> You've heard Mike on the show before. You've met Mike if yes. you were at Thanksgiving. Yep. <laughs> Thanksgiving yeah. Mike.
0: Yeah. Uh, so this month, March, we are doing martial arts March. Martial arts. No. No. God damn it. No,
2: Dave. <laughs> Dave's so proud of that. <laughs> I didn't come up with it. A buddy at work did. I told him I was doing it. He's like, do you mean martial arts? No. Like, <laughs> you have to credit me, though. So, John, keep
0: going. <laughs>
3: You're pointing at the <laughs> camera. not even on.
0: At least it's actually sitting over there, though. Yeah. i was moved, off. so I wouldn't fucking do it. I wouldn't be like... Yeah, so anyway, I'm pointing at it and gesturing at it, like... Like we're doing the fucking video show, um, so this week we are doing Enter the Dragon, 1973, rated R, one hour and 42 minutes of martial arts action, non-stop, non-stop martial arts action, pretty much. Uh, I, I mean the a lot happens in this movie. I'm gonna shorten it down quite a bit. Uh. Bruce Lee plays a Shaolin martial arts master. Named Lee. Named Lee. Um. And it starts with a fight. <laughs> like, most, yeah. most good kung fu and or martial arts movies have to start with a fight. Yeah, I mean, you gotta get people interested, right? In the opening credits, there's usually a
4: fight that yeah. doesn't really have anything to do with the rest of the movie.
0: Yeah. And then the movie like just ends. One. Uh, this one. So, uh. He basically gets recruited to go to this uh this martial arts tournament that's run by a former apprentice of his master or of his of his temple mm-hmm. uh who has shamed the uh temple by becoming uh like a drug warlord that has his own private island full of chicks and Uh, He also finds out that, like, this guy, like, gets women addicted to heroin and then, like, dumps them into the sea. Opium. Opium. Well, I mean, it's heroin. But they they refine the opium into heroin. It's it's Asian heroin. Sure. It's opium. It's... I mean, it's it's heroin. They the show the <laughs> track marks and everything. Uh, that is true. I, I was like, "What the hell are those?" It
2: look, looks like
4: someone drew on her with pen.
0: <laughs> those track marks. Uh, but uh, we also find out that this guy's bodyguard killed his sister because he needed more uh, motivation to go kick this guy's ass. Um, so he goes, and then we find out like a couple other characters go. Uh, John Saxon's character and Jim Kelly's character. Uh, I don't remember. Roper, Roper and, and Williams. Williams, yeah. yeah. Uh, Roper to make money, and Williams because he likes to fight. Uh, he likes to look good while fighting. He likes to look good while he's doing it. So they, they all go, and uh, it keeps like showing that Bruce Lee's like a good guy. Like Lee is a good guy. He's like he stops the uh, the guy from where's that guy from the the one that's like fucking with people on the boat.
2: Yeah, that guy's just a dick for no
0: reason. New uh, Zealand. Yeah. See, like from New Zealand. New Zealand. Is that what they said he's like, a... like knocking oranges out of dude's hands for yeah, no reason. There's like a dude walking yeah. around with a fucking basket full of oranges, and he just like kicks it out of the dude's hands. And the guy's like, well, oh, and he's like a servant. So he's like, oh, sorry. And he like starts picking him up and he like kicks the guy in the ribs while he's like trying to pick up fucking oranges. And everybody's just like, ugh, what an asshole. But then like Lee puts him on a boat, behind the boat, in a rowboat. (laughs) We should go fight on that island. How do we get there? This This is a rowboat. rowboat. Yeah. Okay. Sends him yeah. out to sea.
1: That's a sucker. He fell yeah, for What a fucking
0: uh, Hands uh,
4: the rope over to some kids
0: <laughs> on the boat yeah. all of a sudden. Yeah. Why are there kids on the boat? I don't know. The fuck with this guy. I guess. On the fighting boat? <laughs> yeah.
2: The uh, uh,
1: kids decided if the dude should die or. Yeah. Yeah, I mean,
2: you never like, see him again. Did he drown? No, no you he do. You see him he again. Does. He
0: got there. Is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You do. Um. So. Continues on, they get to the island. Uh there's a like a welcoming party with Han and uh this chick. What's the chick's name, guys? Uh Tanya. Is it Tanya? Yeah. Sure.
4: Thanks, guys. I You're mean welcome. it seemed very important to the plot, so I definitely
0: remembered it. <laughs> Anna Capri, maybe. Anyway. Yeah. Uh that's the actress, I think. Yeah. So then like Roper calls dibs and uh, yeah, he's like dibs dog. Yeah, basically. Um, And everybody's like, this is weird. We're on this island to fight people. And it's like this guy's island. And then there's a weird party. It's just like ridiculously opulent, even though it's like <laughs> yeah. in a kind of a small room like if you like you're like watching the scene and it's just ridiculous the Absolutely whole thing is ridiculous <laughs> there's like a uh, sumo guys in the middle yeah. and there's dudes just doing like like yeah. uh somersaults yeah they're <laughs> acting like they're like the uh there's a name for it I don't remember what the fuck it is but they're acting like uh monkeys. Right? But it's like a jester thing. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't remember what the fuck it's called, but there's a name for it. Uh But then, so there's like layers of the room, right? So like the very center is the sumo guys, and then there's like the jester guys, and then there's these two dudes just carrying around a fucking aquarium full of lobsters, <laughs> and there's just like, they're just walking in concentric circles going in opposite directions, and like they're just like stopping in front of people like you want lobster do you want a lobster I'm like no go ahead and they like just keep walking around <laughs> the whole fucking party they're just walking oh. around with this fucking aquarium full of lobster offering them to people um there's was like 50 bird cages yeah there's a yeah. shit ton of birds and <laughs> cages there's also just like a ton of chicks walking around mm. uh Bad music playing. Yeah. And then, like, everything completely stops. Like, everyone that works there freezes in place when Han comes out. I love... I just kept watching the sumo guys when he's doing his, like, his whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> They're just, like, awkwardly
2: posed right there yeah. the whole time. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, I love that scene just because of, like, how ridiculous the whole thing is. Yeah, it's a pretty great scene. Uh, And, like, Han comes out and talks, and he's like, yeah, blah, 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 you guys are here to fight, so on and so forth. And, like... Enjoy. There's some weirdness with like throwing apples and stuff and the girls throwing knives at them. Uh like weird tiny tiny dart things. Yeah. Uh, one just
2: one just blows it in her hand and it
0: Yeah. It's she's like hot. What'd you say? <laughs> it's kinda hot. <laughs> All right. We, knows what, we know what gets Russell going. Uh, <laughs> darts. Darts. <blowing> darts. <laughs> um, but, um, so then, like, he walks out, and as soon as the door closes, everybody starts going again at the same time, which was like, that was awesome. I loved that part. Uh, so then uh, the next day we get into some fights, you know, like Williams fights the, I think Williams fights the New Zealand guy. Right. It's like the first fight that we see, I think. (laughs) Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think so. And then, uh, who does Roper fight? I don't remember who Roper fights. Oh, it's just like a random guy that you never saw before. Yeah. Roper fights a guy, but he's like trying to get Williams to bet the dude that was sitting behind him with (laughs) the mustache. Yeah. Uh... Like, and he's trying to get specific odds. So yeah. he keeps like, he keeps, he's like throwing the fight to yeah. start. He keeps to- looking up and he's like, shakes and he's his like, head nah, and- he hasn't bet me yet. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> so he, he, he like goes down like three or four times. And then the guy finally like takes the bet. So then Roper just annihilates the guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was pretty, was pretty great. great. <laughs> so like you see that both of them can fight and then, you know, it goes to the, that night and, uh, uh Tanya comes around and offers everybody girls. Um there's a contact that Lee has that's a girl that the people that sent him in sent in before and they lost contact with her like a year ago. And he's he saw her at the party so he asked for her. Uh she threw the knife. She that, threw the apple. knife that he caught. Yeah. yeah. Um so he asks for her. Roper asks for Tanya. Um And then Lee talks to this girl and she's like, oh, yeah, it's like something's going on, but I can't tell what, but I'm going to die soon Um, because all the girls disappear. So then uh, Lee goes like out in his ninja costume (laughs) and like is like running around on the grounds trying to find something, anything. A cobra. Yeah. Well, no, that's the second time. That's the second time he goes out. Uh, So he finds like this weird entrance into uh, an underground area and he goes down there but he can't like look around very much because somebody cuts his rope as he's climbing up. Uh, So then he like whips a couple dudes' asses and then we go towards the next day. And that night... Williams also went outside, and they told him that it wasn't allowed. But he's like, I'm going outside because I'm a, I, I'm a free man. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I yeah. want. Don't I'm tell a, me I can't go outside. I'm a badass with sweet hair. I can go outside. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so the next day, instead of fights, uh, Han, like, kills the guards that got beat up. Or he has Bolo kill the guards, but. He has the guards killed, like in front of everyone. He's like, somebody was outside last night. That's not allowed. But I can't. It doesn't matter. It's my guards that fucked up. So he has Bolo kill them in front of everyone, and then uh, they're gonna. I don't. I don't remember how, exactly how this went. Uh, they didn't have any fights that day, right? Or well, Lee fought the the guard, right? Or was that the previous day? That was that day I think. That was that day? Yeah. So Lee fights the guard or fights the uh the bodyguard, uh which was I don't remember what his name was. Oh, it was Robert Wall as uh O'Hara.
4: Oh, the guy with the scar.
0: Yeah, the guy with the scar.
4: scar yeah. Guy. And he's like gonna, he's like breaking bottles, he's gonna come after him.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's like, he's he's getting his ass whooped and he's like not having it, because he's like a a six and a half foot tall fucking white guy, and he's getting beat by like a five foot eight Asian guy, and he's like, nah, bruh, this is not, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. (laughs) You mean a completely shredded Asian guy. Oh, no, like, god damn No, I mean like, yeah. (laughs) Damn. he had no chance, but he didn't see it that way. I don't think Bruce Lee had any body
2: fat. No, look <laughs> like, uh, No, no, right. uh, three three
1: point five
2: percent.
0: Is that like all in your brain?
2: <laughs> There's a lot more of that in my brain.
0: I'm <laughs> gonna look fat. that up there.
2: Uh, <laughs> it, it,
1: it, he
0: did have a ridiculously low, yeah, yeah, BMI. But, uh, so he ends up killing Ohara because, like, Ohara ends up, at the end, he comes at him with, like, two broken, like, liquor bottles trying to stab him. But, like, Han's like, uh oh, he betrayed us. Ohara did because he, you know, I he wasn't supposed to do any of that. Right. He basically, like, completely tarnished their name by representing them and then, like, being a, a dickhole while... You know in like a tournament right yeah because it's supposed to be a tournament not fucking murder <laughs> not a murder tournament yeah yeah no. this isn't Mortal Kombat yet uh yet yeah yet yeah. so uh it goes on to that night and like Roper's like hey I want to talk to you to Williams and and then Tanya tells Williams that uh Han wants to talk to him so he goes to talk to Han and Han basically accuses him of being the one That stalked around and beat up the guards He's like well yeah I was Outside but I didn't beat up your guards Uh He doesn't believe him They continue to have this disagreement And Han ends up Beating the shit out of Williams Killing him maybe you don't know It it doesn't really say because he doesn't really Show any signs of life later (laughs) Right uh so then Han is Talking to Roper and he's like hey i'm supposed to talk to my friend and he's like oh you'll you'll meet him later so then he shows roper his whole operation of like you know drugging the girls and like shanghaiing random drunk dudes from hong kong and uh like the opium and everything he shows him everything and he's like you know i want you to be our representative in the united states and he's like i don't know i'm I was looking for money, but I don't know if this is what I was looking for. And and then he's like, you know, and just to show you like how serious I am, he shows him William's body like chained up hung over Oh well. Uh Laser beam attached shark pen. I'm That's not what sure I it was. what it was oh, supposed to
4: be. I thought it was like acid or something. Is it supposed oh, to be yeah. acid? I don't know.
3: I, they yeah, don't
0: say. I don't know. They don't say. So, and then he like just drops William's body into it. And then Roper's yeah. like, "Uh, I'll have to get back to you on that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can I rain check that? Yeah.
4: <laughs> like, so you d- he's like, So you do have a line you won't cross? Yeah. See, Mary he puts his cat on like the guillotine. Yes, and it just turns out to be like the elevator. Yeah, it's the elevator. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: he's like, "You want me to put my head on that?" He's like, "Maybe." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, well, you know, it's it's safe. See, look, I'll put I'll put my cat on here. You know, I'm ruthless, and he's like. Mm. I'm not going to let that cat die. Yeah. I like cats too much. And he, like, lets the cat go, and then he's, like, <laughs> and pulls the thing, and it's just an elevator. <laughs> uh, but, like, I don't know how... Like, that part sort of didn't make sense, because, like, Roper just kind of gets out of it. <laughs> he just, yeah. like, moves on. Yeah. He, like, shows him the whole thing and kills his friend in front of him, and, like, then he's, like, what well, do you think?
4: I think he realizes, like, how... Uh dangerous of a situation he's in now but what's he gonna do he's on an island yeah
0: yeah right Like, where are you gonna go <laughs> right yeah you can't do anything uh so then they it goes to the next day or, well no it doesn't go to the next day that's when Lee goes down Lee goes down the second time and starts yeah. fighting people yeah. yeah and there's a cobra there's a cobra a real cobra yeah I did look it up. It a real Cobra? It a real Cobra.
4: They took the venom out of it. But it also... Bruce did get bit by it before.
0: Oh my God. It, like... Jesus Christ. That's uh, insane. I didn't know that... Yeah.
4: Yeah. Like most movies will like throw a ball python or... a uh, king snake or something in there and like yeah it was dub like, hissing over it
0: yeah it's like this is so, totally a, a I was like,
4: snake i was like that definitely has like the the flares the yeah f- yeah and everything i was like that's I'm like, that'd be hard to fake a cobra. What is that? Yeah. (laughs) It
0: was a legit cobra. That's crazy. It was a ball python.
2: They put like paper mache (laughs) hood on (laughs) it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I pick that out like all the time in movies. You're totally right. Like they're always like, there's a big fucking ball python and like some fucking corn snakes or some shit. And like, yeah, like, oh no, look at all these venomous snakes. And like, Mm -hmm. I mean, they might bite you, but. You'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> like
2: Indiana Jones, they're all like all ball pythons. There's even some legless lizards yeah. in like in, in Temple.
0: Of, is it Temple of Doom? No, no. Uh, crusade. Yeah. Um. But anyway, he goes down there. He like fights a bunch of guards, whips all their asses, finds like all the stuff going on, gets a message out. But then he gets trapped. Uh, they. Take him. The next day, they come out and they're like, "Oh yeah, this guy, he uh he fucked up. He he like went and did stuff he wasn't supposed to do. So we're gonna Roper. We want you to kill him, fight him to the death." And he's like, "Nah." And nah then they I'm say good. the line about, "You have lines you won't cross again." Yeah. Um, and then he's like, "Okay, Bolo, go get him." So he sends Bolo out and uh roper fights bolo instead of lee and roper beats bolo yeah um pretty handily yeah yeah he doesn't really like it's not like a close fight he gets hit a couple times but he like pretty much i mean he fucking punches him in the nuts at the end right so
2: yeah (laughs) if you don't know who bolo is if you ever seen an 80s movie he's the bad guy
0: yeah yeah Bolo Young
4: He is huge. Yeah. yeah. He's always huge. My God. And he's, I love like the first scene he's in. He's got like this little yellow, like very seventies sweater. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh... So then like uh, just a fucking brawl breaks out, right? Because the, uh, the girl goes and lets out all the drunks... So the drunks come out and are fighting all the white belts and stuff because yeah. Han's running a school, right? I'm also glad they made the bad guys the white, white,
2: in the white geese, and the good guys in the black, so I could tell who was who. Yeah, right. <laughs> good guys <laughs> Color were black.
4: <coding>. <laughs>
0: So then, like, Han is like, oh, fuck, I'm gonna get out of here. And Lee goes after him. Well, they fight first, a little bit. And then Lee goes after him. He, like, changes his hand. You find out at some point that one of his hands is, like, gone. So he has, like, all these attachments. He, like, whipped William's ass with, like, a fucking steel hand or lead hand. Yeah. You know? uh, he puts, like, on a bear claw one when he fights Lee at first. Um, and then they go into his weapons museum. And he puts on, like, a Wolverine one. Uh, it's actually Four Claws, though, but so it's not comic accurate. Um, <laughs> Who's bullshit now? <laughs> yeah, um, that's what made the movie bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then they go in, like, the one of the most troped, like, the most aped scenes in the movie. Because, like, a lot of pop culture stuff comes from this movie, but, like, yeah. one of the most, like drawn from scenes in this movie is, is the final, like the final fight between Han and Lee where they're fighting in the mirror maze. Mm-hmm. Cause that's like in fucking everything. Yeah. Uh, so they fight in the mirror maze and, uh, Lee like ends up killing him by hitting him or hitting him into a spear that he had thrown, that Han had thrown through the door to the mirror maze so the spear point was sticking into the mirror maze and lee kicks him like onto the spear and then he like spins the door and like, yeah that's a, cool shot that, that- that's a cool <laughs> <great> shot <laughs> yeah. yeah that's good uh so the good guys win the the cavalry shows up after lee and roper and all the drunks have fucking sorted everything out already uh but uh Roper had, like, actually had, like, a decent thing going on with Tanya, but Tanya appears to have died randomly.
4: Yeah. Uh, He he was real tore up about it, too. Yeah, he's just like,
0: ah, damn.
4: Hmm, bummer.
0: (laughs) 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 Ah, shucks. (laughs) Ah, beans. That's too bad. Uh, I started the Boston accent before you said beans, but...
2: (laughs) 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 It worked! It worked. He was Um, gonna
0: win that island in a bet, too. He was trying. Um... But yeah, I mean that's basically the end of the movie. It's great. Yeah, it's fucking. It's a wild movie. Yeah,
2: it, it is. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen it, so it felt good to to you know.
0: Yeah. Re familiarize myself with it. Right. I mean, it's it's from the '70s, so it's got a certain flair to it. Uh. That we don't we don't do much on the show. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Russell didn't like it.
2: I also feel like Russell didn't like
0: it. I hated three-fourths of this movie.
2: (laughs) You hated it?
0: Yeah. Let's do it. Let's go. What?
2: Tell us about it, Russell, and why you're wrong. I love all of
1: the action. Like... Yeah. Even even though it's kind of dicky, like, the whole movie, like, felt a little hokey, which, I mean, okay, what, 1974, right? 73. yeah. 73, Yeah. yeah. Okay. So try, try, tried to give it a pass. I tried really hard to give it a pass, but I couldn't. I was like, "Oh God, I think I regret watching this." This was better in my memories. Um, a lot of it is mostly just like it's not a traditional movie. Like, it doesn't like the composition of the movie itself is very strange, and, but it is. It does have like things that have turned into tropes over time yeah um which is cool and like you know I'll, I'll give it credit for that uh but it it's it's this is on par with me trying to go back and watch the wizard of oz i have always hated the wizard of oz and like that's uh that's also a big no-no because that's like the first fantasy movie and i love fantasy stuff mm but I can't watch The Wizard of Oz. It's a lot yeah.
4: less kung fu in that.
1: There's a there lot is, less. There is, unless you watch mm. the unedited version. Uh,
2: <laughs> the lollipop guild is just kicking um, everyone's ass. Isn't that the it's one not... where
0: Scarecrow is like popping caps in everybody's ass? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the lion
2: call... has tiger style, which is weird, <laughs> <Yeah>. but...
0: <laughs> did I would
1: watch that version. Um, We're making that. Don't steal. No, it was just it was mostly just hard to watch because of how like aged it is mm-hmm. like and then there were some weird editing there's some weird editing that bothered me a lot one of the, ste- one of the scenes I completely lost my shit on I laughed so fucking hard is when uh, Bruce Lee so it's, it's a great scene I love that he like takes the snake and goes down into the compound with it and yeah. like releases it in that door but when he's sitting there it shows you two shots of him sitting there It'll show you a close up, and then it will show you a far away where you're seeing the guys in the office react. Mm-hmm. And when he's sitting there, he has his when it shows you the close up of him sitting there, he like has his hand on his cheek, and then when it pulls away, he has his hand on his head, and he's just in a totally different position. Yeah, and,
0: there's a couple scenes like that,
1: and there's a lot of stuff like that throughout the movie. And I was I, that that really bothers me, like continuity errors like hard, like very obvious ones especially like posing of characters so like that was that that bothered me and then uh the i like i like the story but for a movie about a tournament um <laughs> there wasn't much tournament <laughs> there wasn't a lot of tournament yeah no. yeah, yeah so that's I, true I, I didn't care for that cuz i i thought we were i thought there was going to be a lot more tournament it has a real hard time like starting yeah, like the opening sequence is is way too fucking long. But like that's not unheard of in in the
2: seventies, like seventies
4: style movies.
1: Yeah. In that
2: style, like martial arts, kung fu movies. It's very true that.
4: to the kung fu movies. Yeah, yeah. And I think this was the first Hollywood like kung fu one that wasn't brought over from Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah, and.
1: I think, like, I think that's part of the problem, it's, too. Because
4: uh, Warner Brothers. Yes.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, like, this was, uh, I, I do believe you're correct. I think this was the first Hollywood-produced kung fu movie. Yeah. Um, which explains a lot. Um. Yeah. And then, like, I don't, I don't know, mostly, literally, pretty much everything I didn't like about the movie, like, the movie itself probably couldn't have helped at the time. Hmm. Yeah. Just because it, yeah. I mean, it is true to form. I don't know that it's. I wouldn't say that it's necessarily bad. Yeah. I just did not have fun. Um, being hard is it was, it was really hard to get into. Yeah. In the beginning, and then there was still a lot of drag up until the first round of the tournament, and like it starts to get interesting on the boat. Which is about 40 minutes into an hour and 53 minute movie. (laughs) Hour and 43? Oh,
0: 42. Hour and 42. Might have said 43. I think it did say 43 on Prime. Yeah. But. But, So so
1: yeah, I wasn't really into it for the first half hour, 40 minutes. Yeah. And then I was like starting to get into it. And then we start going through this whole thing of... Uh, There's also, like, some scenes that were reused where he's, you see, it's the same scene where he's, like, running up the hill and goes into the bushes to get into the compound. And then when he actually stays in the compound later,
0: it's, like, the exact Exact same same scene. It's the exact
1: same scene. Yep. And so there's, and I think there's a couple other instances of that. Yeah, there's uh, more than one. During, like, the fights and stuff. It's cheaper that way. Yeah, I'm sure it is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I did not care for that.
0: Um, I think that a lot of that is because of how old the movie is, right? Because like, yeah, now if you watch a action movie, it gets to the action in the first fifteen minutes, right? Like, you're getting people in the seats to see this stuff, and we're we're putting the the backstory, you know, either yeah. in dialogue or flashbacks in the second act, mm-hmm. or we're You know, fast-tracking it in the beginning. Yeah. Um, Where, like, this movie is, like... There's a couple things, right? One, it's an old movie, so they're, like, explaining everything at the beginning about the backstory. As well as everyone's backstory that's, like, a main character. Right. Two, you have three kind of main characters. And I think that's because it's, like, the first Warner Brothers... Uh kung fu movie right they're like well we don't know if bruce lee can get people in the seats in a theater on his own so we're gonna add john and we're gonna add jim to get
1: their demographics yeah the representation was is actually astounding for like yeah but then they're
0: like they're like okay well this is the stuff that white dudes that watch kung fu movies are going to find funny and interesting about this this character so that's what we're going to put in his backstory and this is what black people that are going to come to see jim kelly are going to find interesting about a character so we're we're going to just spill that out in the first half hour of their of their character backstories like we're we're directly fucking trying to pander to those groups <laughs> with their backstories, right? Yeah. And the reason they're in it is, I think, because they didn't think that Bruce, Bruce, had Bruce had could, a hard like...
4: Time. Bruce always had a hard time trying to get a lead role yeah, to convince anything, people that. Because nobody wanted to cast a Chinese guy. Yeah. Because he was supposed to... He wanted to do the Kung Fu show yep. that David Carradine got. Yep. And yeah. They yeah. put him in Yellow Face and give him a bulk. Like a bald cap and stuff. Yep. And he was, uh, cause he was like in Green Hornet. Yep. He was Kato. Uh, Kato. Kato. Yeah. Kato. Yeah. yeah. Kato. So he could get roles, but like, he couldn't be the lead. He was huge in China, but he could not get lead roles over here. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Until, you know, they finally do enter the dragon. And then like, I think he died before it came out or like right around
2: when it came out. Hmm. I don't know about that. He was like 32 when he died? Yeah. He super young. Yeah. Uh,
0: let me see. Yeah, he died in 73. Yeah, I think if he hadn't
4: passed away, that he could have, you know, gone on to do a lot more. For sure.
2: Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. But, cause what a I will lot more say... Western
4: kung fu movies.
1: Yeah. What I will say, too, is, like, what I thought was interesting was, like, you know, the assumption that they added these other two actors in to help Bruce carry the film, but, um, Roper and Williams, (laughs) like, their acting was not very good, and, like, whereas, like, Bruce Lee's actually was pretty good the whole time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like... Uh, Williams, in particular, was very, like, stiff and just, like, reading a script. And, Agreed. Like, Well, he that, wasn't I, an
2: actor. He was a martial arts guy.
1: Yeah. So, like, you mm-hmm. I mean, it's obvious, I guess. And, yeah. like, Roper, not, like, was better, but even then, like, like, I mean, yeah, I watched the movie for Bruce Lee, and he, his character was the character I was interested in, so I was also kind of thrown off by... These other two main characters.
4: Yeah. I think for a 70s movie, though, I think John Saxon did decent.
0: I mean, he acted like most people do in 70s stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He,
1: he had kind of like a Bond thing going on, I felt like. Yeah. A little bit, yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, He also was like... Every...
0: 80s horror dad in all the movies. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. John, I just clicked on him. And I, oh, he died in 2020. Yeah, I was gonna say he just oh, died wow. not too long ago. Uh, he was a cop in A Nightmare on Elm Street and Black Christmas. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I also think he's a dad in Night and Black Christmas
2: as well. He's a dad in oh. Nightmare.
0: Uh, he's uh he plays himself in New Nightmare. I uh.
1: I knew him from something.
0: Let's go back.
1: There's a ton
4: of people in this movie, though. Was his name John Saxon? Yeah.
2: Jackie Chan?
4: Samo Hung is in the first fight scene. Yep.
0: Oh, he was in Starsky and Hutch and Wonder Woman, the TV shows. Wonder Woman! Six Million Dollar Man.
4: I wonder if Samo was involved in any of the choreography, because a lot of movies it, Samo does. He like has minor parts and will
0: do a lot of the choreography. It says that uh Bruce did the choreography for the yeah. for that movie. Yeah, I think I think Bruce did the choreography
1: for all the movies he was in. Yeah. Um John Saxon was also in From Dusk Till Dawn. He's FBI agent Stanley Chase. I think that's why he looked familiar to me. The God, movie. I
2: haven't seen that in so long.
1: Yeah. The show. The movie. Okay. 96. Oh, he's also in fucking Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. He's Oren.
2: He's one of the cops, isn't
1: he? I don't know. Is he Russell? Oren Sanderson. I think he's the bad guy in 3. In what? I think he's the bad guy in Beverly Hills Cop 3.
3: Okay.
0: Or one of the bad guys. Maybe not. He might just be a dude. Six episodes of Dynasty. Couple episodes of The A-Team. He came back in A Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Dream Warriors. Yeah, he did. 32 episodes of Falcon Crest. He's done a lot of shit. Yeah, no. I mean, I'm skipping over dozens of movies
2: <laughs> that I don't know what the <laughs> fuck they are.
0: Uh, you
1: skipped over Hands of Steel, where he plays a guy named Francis Turner. Okay. <laughs> I just the cover art on this is fucking
0: something I would ridiculous. watch. Ridiculous, yes. Oh, I'd watch that in a heartbeat. Yeah, you would. But yeah. Anyway um yeah i don't know like i really like this movie but it definitely suffers from its age it's uh, definitely dated yeah. yeah and you know it's dubbed which is weird because like everyone's speaking english you can tell they're all speaking english because like yeah the but the sound doesn't match the lips so it's like dubbed afterwards. Right. Yeah, yeah, I feel like they did that on
1: purpose to make it more authentic.
0: Well, uh, I imagine they did it because they probably fucked up the sound or something.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's probably <laughs> yeah. more likely. Yeah.
0: Well, I think in the
4: beginning when he's talking to like his master and stuff, I imagine that parts in Chinese. It might be cuz the guy the voice that dubs is like his master, master is master not that guy's is like voice. very American yeah that's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, definitely not that guy's yeah. voice
0: and uh I know when uh Han has his like big speech uh that is not I I, I feel like he like flubbed some of those words or like didn't say them As well as the dub does. Yeah. The rhythm is really bizarre. Yeah. The rhythm's super bizarre. And, like, his mouth doesn't match, like, the shape of the words Mm -hmm. sometimes. So, like, I feel like he was... They probably changed some of the voices because they didn't think people would understand the accents. Probably. Yeah, that's probably right. Because he was saying the words. Like, a lot of it, I was like, yeah, he's totally saying this. But, like, they dubbed it and it doesn't match, like, rhythmically or, like, you know. Uh, And then, like, some of the words I was like, he sort of said that word. It was like, gratitude. Yeah. It's like, he didn't say that.
4: (laughs) He didn't say that. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So, like, I feel like the dub is kind of weird. But, I mean, it is what it is. Right? Yeah. I en- yeah. I enjoy this movie a lot. Like I, like like I said, I like time. it. I, I I had a good time, and like I watched this when I was little. Mm-hmm. You know, like this was my dad loved like old kung fu movies and shit, and he loved Bruce Lee. Uh, so like, uh, we had this on v- VHS, and I watched it all the time. That's how I watched it. It's like one of the one of the like seven movies or whatever that were in rotation that me and my sister would watch on summer breaks and shit. Nice, because so we would just sit in the house and watch fucking movies because both of my parents were at work. We'd just be like, just watch watch Twister and uh, Enter the and, Dragon. Enter the Dragon, Independence Day, in The Rock today. <laughs> Same thing we do every day, Shane.
3: <laughs>
4: yeah. Yeah, but, Bruce was definitely like my introduction to kung fu movies. Say like, Oh, yeah. My for dad sure. would just be like watching one of them on TV or whatever.
1: Yep. I had a very healthy obsession with Bruce Lee when I was like 18, 19. As
2: yeah. you should. He's a healthy yeah. dude.
4: Yeah. I got very into like kung fu movies and just like uh, a lot of Asian cinema in general. Like, in my early twenties, and just finding like anything on Netflix that they had, and just mm. going through watching all of the Bruce Lee movies, watching a bunch of um like newer like Jet Lee Li movies, um then going back to like some Shaw Brothers stuff.
2: Yeah. Over well, the last couple of years, I've gotten to the Shaw Brothers stuff, but I always was into Bruce
0: Lee. Yeah. Yeah, like my dad loved the Bruce Lee stuff. And then, like, uh, he also liked some of the other 90s guys, like, you know, uh, Van Damme and Seagal and shit. But, yeah. uh, he would, like, get, like, the fucking martial arts magazines. And, like, my sister did karate and, uh, taekwondo. Like, we went and there was a summer or two. I don't remember how long it happened that we, like, Would go to his friend's house, a guy that he grew up with, and this guy looked like he was still in the 70s. Nice. Super cool guy, but he had, like, the kind of poofy, like, shoulder-length hair and the giant glasses that weren't sunglasses. All right. (laughs) Uh, It's, like, cool dude to me. Yeah. (laughs) And he was, like, he had, like, gone overseas and done a bunch of martial arts stuff. Oh, wow. And was, like, training me and my sister. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, but he had a picture with him and one of the guys that trained Bruce to do something. I don't remember what it was. I don't remember if he like worked with that guy or if he just got a picture with him. But, uh, his basement was like a fucking, like a dungeon full of martial arts weapons. Whoa. He had like all the, all the crazy shit. Yeah. Like fucking butterfly swords and shit. Oh damn. Did he have a flying guillotine?
4: No. Oh. Did he have a flying guillotine?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Still no. Damn. Uh but you know, like so I was always super into like the martial arts movies and stuff. Um and like I said, started with the Bruce Lee shit, like this movie. Um,
2: I think this is the one I started as yeah well.
4: It's funny that, like, I mean, I'm sure we all totally, like, grew up with Jackie Chan. Yeah. But, like, my brain doesn't put, like, stuff like Rush Hour and Rumble in the Bronx and, like, a bunch of those, like, 90s movies in with, like, this genre of yeah. kung fu.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I would say Rumble in the Bronx is definitely closer than... Rush
0: Hour, but yeah, (laughs) Yeah. because well, because like there's still some
4: great fights in
0: those. Yeah, but like I feel like those movies fit more in with like the '90s action movies because it's like it's like, uh, Rush Hour is basically Lethal Weapon with martial arts in it. Yeah, right. Right. As opposed to this movie and other movies like it are. Martial arts movies with an action plot kind of thrown over the top, mm-hmm. right? Because like the fucking the, the the they never actually save the girls. No, like the only people they let out yeah. are the fucking drunks, <laughs> right? Yeah. They never let the girls out.
1: It's implied they don't like. Uh, they're still fires. on that island. Not they don't like implied. set fire
0: to the fucking <laughs> opium production plant, like any of that stuff that would happen if it was like, uh, no. like a, a lethal weapon or you know whatever. I mean if
4: you explained all that then how are you gonna freeze frame the end? Every kung fu <laughs> movie has a freeze frame at the end, whether it fits, whether yeah. the fight's over, right? Sometimes
0: just, during the fight, like, boom. Yeah. The end. It's like the fight. Figure is what out matters. the rest. It's because <laughs> the fight is what matters. He's still <laughs> going.
2: Yeah.
4: Yeah.
0: I remember I think it's Executioners from Shaolin, a Shaw Brothers movie.
4: Mm.
2: There's a fight at the end and it just Midway just freeze frames the fight, and there's a little title card that says, "With this combination of mantis and tiger style, he beats the enemy." Tiger style. And then it just ended. What? <laughs> I'm like, fuck? what the fuck? would yeah. be oh pissed. <laughs> this thing almost pissed me off. I was like, did like, they
4: not would. film this right? <laughs> yeah. Did they not finish this? That part fucked up. Like,
2: ah, just cut it. It's fine. <laughs> Put a title card. It's fine. We'll work it out in post. Freeze yeah. frame. Freeze frame. Freeze frame. Freeze frame. That's a supernatural joke. I had a fun little segment before another segment.
1: Yeah. Can I I do it? Yeah. What? I had a fun little segment before the other segment.
2: Oh, dude. Do your
1: segment. No, you do yours. I have. It's the same segment.
2: It might be. I
1: don't know. Is it. it, Bruce uh, Lee
2: facts Yes.
1: Yeah, I mean I was basically gonna do that.
2: Oh or we'll we'll, no, we'll share we'll do it together. Let's we'll share, together. yeah. Yeah. I was calling it the chopping block.
1: Uh, uh, I like it. I didn't have a name for it, I was just gonna call it a
2: mild expose. Oh well, this is Russell and Dave's chopping block. Oh, What's yeah. that? <laughs> That's why I called it chopping block. Mine's mostly quotes. Alright. Mine's not many quotes, but I'll do one, you do one. We'll do a uh, Bruce Lee, born November twenty seventh, nineteen fifty, in San Francisco, California.
4: Hmm. He was born in California. Yep. Yeah. He died I, in Hong Kong. I probably knew that. I just forget. Russell.
1: Uh. So Bruce Lee was five seven and weighed in between one hundred and thirty and one hundred and seventy pounds. Periodically, he preferred to be down Same. to. Around the 130 range because he thought the extra weight of his muscles, muscles, he never really got above an 8% body fat. So there's no record of his body fat percentage. But they're Dude, basically estimating it's
0: five, between six and eight. Seven, a hundred and seventy pounds. Holy <laughs>
1: shit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Holy
1: shit. With with, with an estimated six to eight percent body fat. Holy <laughs> Even shit. Even when he got to hundred and seventy
2: pounds. Jesus Christ. What a little brick <laughs> shit house. <Yeah>. Fuck. <laughs> right. You can tell in this movie uh, he is absolutely fucking yoked.
1: Yeah. There there are experts that try to say he's at 2%. But that's pretty much impossible because you would just die and the amount of cardio he does like in movies would just kill him. Yeah, if he had 2% fucking body fat. So we can safely say 6 to 8. We never maybe got 5% above 8% in this movie. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Fuck. Fuck! You go, Dave. Uh, so this kind of piggybacks on that a little bit. Uh, Bruce Lee's famous one-inch punch generated a speed of 190 kilometers per hour. Oh
4: yeah! Holy K-
1: shit! Kilometers. So
2: like 116 miles is what I think would it.
4: 116 miles an hour. Yeah. Oh my
2: His god! His one-inch punch. Do you guys ever just do that when you're bored? Just do it to a wall. <laughs> I mean,
0: I practiced it, yeah. Yeah, I
2: actually practiced it. (laughs) Actually practiced?
1: Yeah. I like to give my wife the one-inch punch, if you know what
2: I mean. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) Oh, he means sex. (laughs) Russell, it's your turn. It's your turn. It is my turn.
1: Uh, Bruce Lee's biceps were 14 inches.
0: 14-inch pythons. Damn Mark cobra's
1: five seven hundred and thirty
4: pound frame.
0: His arms are number one. <gasps> his
2: eyes are number one. Jesus Christ, <laughs> that's insane. This is an insane person, is what yeah. Bruce Lee was. Yeah. Um, Bruce Lee was deemed physically unfit for the U.S. Army.
0: This is too short. Uh,
2: too light. He actually had a uh, undescended testicle that kept him
0: from fighting in Vietnam. Yeah, it was staying up inside so it could produce all that fucking testosterone. Right.
2: Yeah, we need to stay in here. That's
0: the trick. Just two balls to go to war, boy. (laughs) What are you
2: doing? Yeah,
0: (laughs) he would have fucking kicked all their asses. Yeah, he
2: didn't even need a (laughs) gun.
0: (laughs) <laughs> to be
2: fair, if I was in Vietnam and Bruce Lee walks up I'm like I fucking give
0: up, dude. <laughs> like, like, I don't think they would have known who he was, but I he would have. I feel like he would have gotten a name for himself. Yeah, Russell. So <laughs> he had
1: to sl- he had to slow down. I remember this one from when I used to be a huge Bruce Lee fan, but he would have to slow his kicks down so the camera could record them. Yeah. Yep, they're
2: yeah. too fast.
0: Yeah too fast. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. How the fuck? He, I kick faster than 32 fast. frames a second.
2: <laughs> How? <laughs> Bruce Lee trained numerous Hollywood stars. As Bruce Lee worked to become a big, big screen heavyweight, he made a living as a martial artist trainer to the stars. Among Lee's students were Steve McQueen... Uh, James Coburn, James Garner, uh, Roman Polanski, and Sharon Tate. Uh, for his services, uh, Lee was known to charge about $275 per hour, or 1000 for 10 courses. Uh, McQueen and Coburn grew so enamored with Lee over the years, they remained close friends until his death in 73, with both men serving as pallbearers at Lee's funeral.
1: Oh, dang. That's interesting. Yeah. Was that all you had? That's all I had. I'd like to finish the segment off uh, with some quotes from Bruce Lee because what we haven't talked about yet is Bruce Lee was also a writer. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, not only was he a writer, Bruce Lee also created his own style of martial art. Correct. Which is called Jeet Kundo. which is a mi- mixture of a few different martial arts and karate. But... Karate is is a martial art The primary Well a few different Other martial arts And karate And Um, karate Um I think it's a mixture of three But I don't remember The other two Off the top of my head But
4: uh, Probably Wing Chun
1: i say Wing Chun
2: Kung Fu Yeah Tiger Style Shut up (laughs) Toad Style (laughs) The, uh...
1: Heavenly Palm. Heavenly Palm! <laughs> uh, the primary... The primary use of Jeet Kune do is for self-defense. Uh, which is why you do not see it in MMA very often. Because they don't... Uh, they, they teach segments of it. Um, for mixed martial artists. But it... They don't think that it would withstand... Uh, the... I don't remember how they phrased it. It alone
0: couldn't apparently compete with a lot of the the reason a lot of stuff gets mixed into mixed martial arts is because it it was specialized for certain things like Wing Chun or uh, what's the one that fucking Seagal does Uh, uh, Hapkido Hapkido yeah Hapkido Uh, they're like specifically designed for certain things like Hapkido is like for Disarming swordsmen because it was like for Japanese rebellion and shit like yeah. that. So, uh, like, it doesn't work when you're just like street fighting basically with somebody that can like dump you on your head and it's okay, or that's a thing that people will do because that's not a thing that people did when that martial art was made. What's the art that? i we getting off topic. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. What's
2: the art that's basically using your opponent's motion, like body motion, against them?
1: I think that's jiu-jitsu. Kundo.
2: Jiu-jitsu Kundo? is that yes. jiu-jitsu? So,
1: um, so primarily used for self-defense, um, but also has lots of offensive tactics. Um, it is uh, so. If you've ever seen Cowboy Bebop, the anime, mm-hmm. all of Spike's movements that are animated in cowboy bebop are based off of jeet kundo
2: okay that's cool yeah Ooh, neat. Cool.
1: yeah <laughs> so which there's a quote uh that i'll get to here in a second but so bruce lee was a philosopher he was a writer he was he was just like an absolutely astonishing human being yeah um it's it's actually very much a shame that he died as early as he did uh, cause we, nobody knows like what all he would have fucking accomplished. Right. Like, he was, he like, he was a man of dedication and principle and there's like, a lot
2: of controversy and conspiracy around his death too.
1: Yeah. 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 But, um, I wanted to do some quotes cause I like quotes and Bruce Lee has some really good quotes. Hope you do my favorite one. So here are some legendary quotes by Bruce Lee, uh, on self-improvement. Absorb what is useful, discard what is not, and add what is uniquely your own. On attitude, are you going to let the obstacles in your life be stumbling blocks or stepping stones? Choose the positive. You are the master of your attitude. On the expectations of others, I'm not in this world to live up to your expectations and you're not in this world to live up to mine. Go beyond your limits. If you always put limits on everything you do, physical or anything else, it will spread into your work and into your life. There are no limits, there are only plateaus, and you must not stay there, you must go beyond them. Be flexible. Notice that the stiffest tree is most easily cracked, while the bamboo or willow survives by bending with the wind. And then this is the one in particular that I was talking about that applies to uh Cowboy Bebop and Spike says a variation of this quote in uh the episode where he takes on a protege. Um or the kid like is basically like, Hey Spike, will you train me? It's the one with the blind girl and the flower.
2: Okay, yeah, yeah. You
1: know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um so Bruce Lee says, Be like water. Empty your mind, be formless, shapeless like water. If you put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle and it becomes the bottle. You put it in a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Now, water can flow or it can crash. Be water, my friend. That's my favorite Bruce Lee quote. It's a good one. Mm -hmm. And I'll end with this one. Control your emotions. Emotion can be the enemy. If you give in to your emotion, you lose yourself. You must be at one with your emotion because the body always follows the mind.
2: Nice. That was a good segment. I like that.
1: I really wanted to do some of his quotes. because Yeah.
2: He's got a ton. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We want to go down to the corner? I'd go to the corner. You guys want to kick on down to the corner?
0: Let's kick on down there. All right. Welcome to
2: Dave's Trivia Corner. Dave's Trivia Corner. Where the point of this corner is for you to say Hoya. Neat. <laughs> Alright. Okay. <laughs> can I get a Hoya? Hoya? That
1: one was bad. Hoya!
2: Hoya. <laughs> can I get a Hoya? Hoya. <laughs> 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 Unlistenable <laughs> Hell yeah <laughs> Alright all right. Uh, Got some hot trivia Yeah Let's do it uh, Bruce Lee actually struck Jackie Chan in the face With one of his fighting sticks He immediately apologized And insisted that Chan could work on all of his movies after that Unfortunately Lee died before he could keep his
0: promise Fuck You were supposed to laugh at that Oh yeah that's neat <laughs> that's not neat well, that means it's a neat upsetting.
2: fact but it's upsetting it is, it is a neat yeah. fact uh, the hundreds of extras needed to play street people were real people from the streets of Hong Kong that sounds right that seems like a lot of waivers
3: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't
2: get waivers it was the 70s yeah. <laughs> do you want to be in a movie yeah <laughs> where do I go uh an extra challenged Bruce Lee to a fight to see if he really was that good. uh Lee won the fight and sent the
0: extra back to work
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh,
2: all right, go back
0: <laughs> uh, that was a bad idea. It says extra,
1: but it meant stunt man, probably stunt man yeah yeah uh bruce lee that that scene is in once upon a time in Hollywood. oh, oh. is that that scene? Yeah. Yeah. But it's like
0: alternate, alternate history. Flint, it's alter- because, and yeah.
1: and once upon a time in Hollywood, it's alternate history. Yeah.
2: That's actually a good movie.
1: That's a pretty good movie. But we're not
2: talking about that. We're talking about trivia. Yeah. Uh Bruce Lee had a small piece of iron in his hand to break the mirrors. Psh.
4: Psh. Huh. He was using iron. That wasn't just his fist. Yeah, it wasn't his fist.
0: That was probably so he didn't have to hit it that hard. Or like, you know, break glass with his hand. With his hand. So well all cut up. Yeah. I mm, think he could have done it.
2: He definitely could have done it.
1: <laughs> He's fast enough to punch it and then like pull his hand away before it shatters.
2: Agreed. <laughs> uh, Physics. <laughs> this is one of two English language movies in which Bruce Lee speaks with his natural voice. Mm. The other is Marlowe from 1969. Marlowe? I don't even know that one. Uh, 2004, this movie was deemed culturally, historically, and aesthetically significant in the United States and selected for preservation in the National Film Registry of the Library of Congress.
1: I very much agree with that, even though I said bad things about this
2: movie. <laughs> um, let's do a couple more. Do it. Uh, The production had trouble finding actresses to play prostitutes and perform nude, so they hired real-life prostitutes. A prominent Chinese producer, not related to the film, commented in a magazine interview after the movie was released that he couldn't understand that because he felt all Chinese actresses were basically prostitutes who would do anything for a role. Jesus Christ. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't pre-screen that one, but Jesus.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I I got the feeling. (laughs) Uh, Damn. Okay. Good old
0: misogyny. Yeah. Little Uh, uh, little foreign Weinstein action going on there.
2: (laughs) Yikes. Uh, Linda Lee Cadwell, Bruce Lee's wife, has a short cameo as a party goer at Han's Banquet. She appears in a purple dress and is walking around amongst the banquet servers and entertainers. Huh, Nate. Let's do two more. Two. Uh, the movie was filmed without sound. Oh. Uh, all the dialogue and effects were dubbed in during post production. Shane was right. Oh. Uh, that makes sense. The only possible anomaly, however, was the scene at the beginning where, uh. Braithwaite
4: Braithwaite Braithwaite oh, Braithwaite
2: Yeah uh, Briefs Lee On the mission To pursue The crime lord Named Han And requests him To become An undercover agent In the in- International Intelligence organization Uh Here the voice And sound effects Of the aforementioned Scene was captured On set As opposed to Being dubbed In post production Random So that's why It's all Yeah Out of, out of sync
0: Yep whole movie was poorly dubbed. <laughs>
2: um Fights broke out on set between Stuntman and extras hired from rival families of triads.
0: Oh, oh Jesus.
2: Well then, that was interesting. Yeah, thank.
1: I have a follow-up fact for you. Fact me, daddy. Not about the movie, but Oh. <laughs> I have a, a fact uh, about the movie too. Hitman Lee. The Pokemon is named after Bruce Lee that makes sense, and his like uh his like sort of fighting style put and then Hitmonchan Chan is named after jackie Chan Jackie Chan yeah
2: Hmm, fun, huh neat, sorry, oh yeah, neat <laughs> perfect I would not movie fact um, your boy Dave. Is still technically a black belt in Taekwondo, Dave. Technically, I've not done it in like 15 years, but
4: (laughs) hey, man, muscle the belt back on.
2: It's downstairs in my basement.
0: I think that's where most geese and belts go to die. Yeah,
2: I have a whole box full of belts. (laughs) Uh, But that's all I had for Dave's Trivia Corner. Dave's Trivia Corner. Ooh, neat. Wow. You did it wrong. Mike, you want to try it? I always
1: wait for you to cue me back in.
2: Neat. Perfect.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, thanks, guys. Uh, Are we ready to rate this movie? I'd rate it. Uh I'm going to give it a 7.8. I think it's super fun, but it definitely suffers from uh time um and how we've progressed as storytellers and everything. Uh it the sound is fucking wonky. Like Russell said some of the editing is wonky. Uh And I'm sad that this is, like, one of the last movies that he was able to do, like, right when he was going to be able to, like, break out and do something yeah, Mm -hmm. that was just him, you know? Because, like, this is really, like, him, Saxon, and Kelly. So, um, I like it. It's super fun. Uh, You just got to get through that first 30, 40 minutes, and then it really kicks off which there's some stuff that happens in that so like keep it interesting it's not yeah. like 40 minutes of exposition but there's 40 minutes that aren't directly going towards the plot you know right so um but I think I think it's still a fun fun movie and it's good and love Bruce Lee so 7.8 uh Russell
1: uh out of respect I'm gonna give the movie a 7.5 um, If I was being a degenerate I'd probably give it a 4 But Damn. Taking into account well. The importance of this movie And my love for Bruce Lee I definitely would give this A 7.5 Okay Okay Dave
2: I think I'm gonna give it A Eight and a half Okay uh, Rewatching it Yeah I agree with With Shane And a little bit of Russell It gets Very dated mm. It's very 70s But also I like that shit um, It's a cool You know Part of the past Yeah You know It's it's cool to kind of Watch that uh, I love Bruce Lee The fight scenes are great um, I would say It's very tragic uh, yeah, Bruce Lee Sure but yeah, eight and a half. Right. Still holds up from when I was a kid. Thanksgiving, Mike.
4: I would say an eight. Um, It is dated. It is edited really roughly. Um, the story isn't great. But as far as the Kung Fu genre... Um, I think it's one of the best Kung Fu films out there and one of Bruce's best films. Yeah. Um, he just, he did so much for the genre. He brought it over to the States. Um, he, you know, kind of, I don't know that he, I don't know. It's a strong words to say he paved the way for Asian Americans to get roles. Yeah. But I think he's definitely an important uh, factor of that. Yeah, that's definitely fair to say. Um, But, and he did so much for the genre of Kung Fu, bringing his own style into things and getting past just like... Okay, here's another movie with guys going like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, the fights feel real. Yeah. Um, this he puts so much into his own characters, he brings his own philosophy to the table. Yeah. That it just goes so much deeper than everything else that was being
0: done at the time. It also pushes like general fight choreography in movies in general, not just like kung fu movies, right? Um, I guess I'm not, like, real familiar with what else he did. No, I mean, but- just in general, like, bringing, making these movies in the U.S., like, bringing these movies over to the U.S., like, oh. kind of just pushes the fight choreography and everything else, too. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's not kung fu or martial arts, like, you know, the fight scenes in, like, Lethal weapon wouldn't be the same if kung Fu movies never made it to the states,
4: yeah,
3: yeah,
0: yeah,
4: I think this is just such a like uh, amalgamation, mm-hmm. if I'm using that word right, of everything that he was doing, it's yeah. like everything he stood for kind of like came to fruition with this movie, and I think. Even though it is dated, even though it's not the greatest movie, it's some of his best work. Yeah. It's still good.
0: It's still important. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of DQB Does, where we talked about... Enter the dragon. We will continue martial arts march. Martial arts, yeah. No, (laughs) uh, we're gonna continue that next week with Russell Rumble in the Bronx, Rumble in the Bronx,
2: Jackie Chan. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty stoked. I haven't seen that movie in a very long time, yeah. I haven't seen that movie in a long time, and I'm scared. (laughs) Mike and I watched like two or three Jackie Chan movies not terribly long ago, like back to back. I love Jackie back.
1: Chan. Hey, yeah, you yeah. watched uh, you watched the first Drunken Master,
4: right? Oh uh, yeah, I watched that just that uh, last weekend because I didn't know that there was another Drunken Master. I thought there was just I knew about the one from like '94, mm-hmm. which I didn't know was a sequel to this one from like '70. I don't know, seventy something. Hmm.
0: But it's also pretty good. Sweet. Uh, so yeah, we're going to keep going with Rumble in the Bronx next week. So thanks for listening. Please find us on all our social media, searching Drafty Quarters Productions. Also on Patreon. Please give us a dollar. We put something up last, last month, uh, on their exclusive. We're going to put something up hopefully soon. Um, our archives are going to go up on there too, right? Yeah, they are. Uh so anything that isn't up on whatever your streaming service is, um from before the before times will go up on there. Uh so please subscribe on our one dollar tier so we can get uh you can get those juicy pics of uh Dave in some kind of weird clothing. Only if you get a thousand yeah, subscribers. Yeah, if we get to a thousand subscribers. I'm still pushing for the Tarzan shoot. Tarzan?
1: Yeah, I think it'd be great. All right, I'm going to fall out of a lot of trees. I'll catch you. Please. Uh...
0: <laughs> huh. So, Mike, after they both die, you want to do this show with me? <laughs> sure. Okay. All
4: right. I just keep doing martial arts movies.
0: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shane and Mike's martial arts Yeah. time. Uh, all right, so thanks for listening, everybody. Have a wonderful time. Bye. 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 Man, you come right out of a comic book.